dead, your God is dead. Fools, your God is dead. Useless prayers of lies, behold Satan's rise. Crush the priest, the feeble church, the family of dog, lust upon my altar. Solo, solo, solo. Demons attack with hate. <laughs> Satan in the fires of hell awaits. Shout out. Death against you all. God, hear my death call. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. From that terrible poetry performance you've probably gleaned, we are talking about Morbid Angels. I would argue, first album, Altars of Madness from 1989. Uh, with me, as always, here on Thunderdome Metal Reviews, your church for heavy metal, are Gabe Cooper, Ben Lindsay, and Tracy Newport. How are you, gentlemen? Excellent. Um, well, old school death. I'm great. Living the dream. It's certainly a dream, Tampa, circa 1989. Um, yeah, I'm super pumped because we already... I love how I'm talking about in the like the editorial we made us listen to Covenant, uh, which, as I said, was the master class of death metal. If that's the master class, this is death metal 101. This is what you take as like a freshman. Like this is what I mean. It was like genre defining, uh, and in a way that I think is to this day superior to even a lot of what came after it. I mean, of course, I would say that, <laughs> but and I and I do not, I did not, and do not like this album as much as when I got on the ride, because I got on the ride at Covenant, like a ton of people, and Domination, and went back to Blessed, which I, of course, also listened to this week. But then I went backwards to this album, and the production was, you know, I'm a bit of a production whore. Um, but if anything, I appreciate this album even more now. This album fucking rocks. Uh, and I was very glad to listen to it more times than we probably needed to to do this podcast, but... Sure. Um, so this is Alters of Madness. It is the debut album by Morbid Angel. Released in 1989, it was recorded in Morris Sound Recording Studios in Tampa, Florida. Released on Combat. Surprise! Earache. Surprise! Yeah, surprise! Surprise! Produced by Dig and Morbid Angel. Dig, by the way, is the guy who owned Earache. So, mm -hmm. um, runtime is 38 minutes and 53 seconds. The band was David Vincent on bass and vocals, Ray Ezekhoff on guitars, Richard Brunel on guitars, and Pete the Commando Sandoval on drums. A good lineup. Oh. Super good lineup. I mean, the only thing hindering this album, in my opinion, um, other, well, the only two things, because I don't think that it has quite the complexity of songwriting that their other stuff does, which is like phenomenal. Um, but the production on this. I know. You dude. know, if you listen to our last review and we were talking about um, Six Feet Under album from 1997, which granted is almost a full fucking decade later, mm -hmm. just sure. the uh, but recorded at probably the same studio, just so much better produced. But this also, you know, um, David mentioned the shout out to Hello Waits. This reminds me in a lot of ways of that early Slayer or the production on Kill 'em All, which also wasn't that great, but just the the production on those early thrash metal albums. And I, I would say that as much as those albums correctly, especially the Slayer one, get credit for, you know, helping create speed metal and black metal and death metal, what this becomes, this really does shape things for the next fucking 20 years. It does. And even it's bad production, I think, becomes the paradigm for especially second wave, that's what's going to be for yeah. second wave black metal. When they reject the turn this very band takes, they double down on how this sounds. Yeah. Right? And and some of the Neo Thrash does that, I think, with the old Thrash. So I there's know. some like modern Thrash bands that are kind of going in this route, the ones who also sure. throw in more 
black metal elements in there. And these guys are kind of straddling that line between death metal and black metal with this album, I think, as well, too. I can see that. Because Sandoval is just going batshit insane on the ba- on the drums. He is. And he's got a lot of very black metal beats going on. He does. It didn't exist in that same way yet, but yes. No, yeah. but I mean, he probably laid the foundation. Like, I'm going to take this he here and just... Yeah, this album has uh, pretty much all of the right moves, as far as I'm concerned. Um you know, relentless, relentless drumming, this heavy chugging bass, um, you know, uh, tempo changes, you've got the squealing guitar lines. Um, it's a lot, of, it ticks a lot of boxes for me. And I think um, what makes it stand out in addition to how good it sounds from the production um, is also this like mind bendy and kind of warped feel that you get. Yes. Um, like the solos, um, they kind of remind me of Hendrix in a, in a certain way. Yeah. Not I agree, that they're I agree like, with that. Not that they're as like virtuosic or anything, but just like the way that they sound in the mix um, reminds me of kind of that, uh, like a nightmarish high, you know. <laughs> like, I mean, I think this uh, album cover, dude. Yeah, yeah. I just like the, the cover. The cover tells you quite a lot. It's like it's pretty nuts. Um, and and like one thing that I couldn't stop thinking of, like when I was re- listening to it, was it's just such a sensory overload. Like the whole thing is just completely overwhelming. And uh, if you read it just a little bit about what uh, Trey Azagthoth was saying about his goals for this kind of music that he's making, it it makes a lot of sense in what came out. (laughs) Because it's just like, um, like, how can I just blow everybody away? Like, what are are the, the things that I can do in this uh, composition, but also in the production and the way that it sounds, uh, to just like, you know, just smoke them, you know? Yeah, because this is where they start playing with like phasing, that that sort of up and down sound that they use to such a deadly effect later. Um, Pizza Commando Sandoval doesn't give you even one second to breathe. <laughs> There's actually a little more of that on their later albums here. He's just handing it repeatedly. Um, and I agree, this is sort of evil psychedelic in some ways, a little bit. So well, much fun a, off this album. Yeah, please, Ben. Uh, there's also a, a level, and you know, I, I said that their songwriting was as place as their later stuff, and so stand by that. But there is a, a, a deepness, probably isn't the right word, but there is a, a certain level of intelligence behind the lyrics in this that not always present in death metal. At That's this accurate. Time. <laughs> and I really appreciated that. And it, it, it gets better and more complex as the band evolves. But all the elements that make Morbid Angel, I think, at least in my and David's opinion, and I, I won't speak mm-hmm. for Gabriel Tracy, like the preeminent death metal band, or at least one of them, is all, these, all that stuff. And you can see it here, which is not always the case on the baby well. I agree with that. Uh, you know, David Vincent's vocals aren't quite there yet. Like yeah. he, you know, all that needs to come along. But I think this has, and I'll oh, shut up. I'm sorry. You know, I love it. Morbid Angel. I think this album is weathered better than the Cannibal Corpse obituary or like Suffocation from this year. And I, I like those bands, but not like this. This is, even the band notwithstanding, this is just better. This is better. Yeah, this is definitely better than that first Gung Ho Tribe, the Cannibal Corpse, and Eat Back to Life. Yes. This album, the production does suffer. But this it reminds does. me as if you had a bunch of 17 to 20 year old kids going, you have five hours in the studio and Basically. they just do everything in the kitchen sink and are, we're going to do it as fast as we can and as hard as we can. 
and just went for it. Um, one thing that I think they also grow into is like David Smith's base isn't as prominent in the mix on this album as it was on Covenant or Domination, which I think is kind of sad. I think they just couldn't do it. It's just like a tinny cheat. It's just cheap. Yeah. But for, this was the first time I've heard this album ever. And it took about four oh. listens for it to really to kind of me to catch on to it. Because like the, it grew on me with each listening. Because when I first heard this, I was like, man, this is just... <laughs> see. Like, I was like, I don't know about this album. <laughs> awesome. But the, to, to be fair, this is also like way shorter than an average Tracy album. It's like half a Tracy album. <laughs> How can you expect him to get into it? Yeah, it's over before he's even started thinking exactly. about it. Exactly. It's, like, yeah. it's over before he starts thinking about it. And it's just... It's also a wall of sound, as Gabe said, right? It's yeah. just like a, t- a tsunami of destruction hitting and, you. And so. it takes about the three, four listens to really start to pick out the nuance and the differentiation, differentiation in the tracks on here. And to even go into the sound of like the Hendrix uh, style, like solos is like and like most like composition you see when people write solos it kind of adds to the song that's in the mix but doesn't take away on this album it sounds like they literally just ripped the solo away from the song like and here you go it's such a like discordant sound to an extent on it i'm going to use what tracy just said about needing to listen to this three or four times to get into it to explain why there were a couple days this week i listened to this album three or four times you just want an excuse. And say I mean, bad about no, Tracy, Tracy said it's part of the method. <laughs> so he did it. He literally said that. So, oh man. But it was three or four times over the week for me. It was three or four times in a day for you. Yeah, I listened to him a whole lot this week. I was like, oh no, Mormon Angel. What terrible homework you've given me. I don't know what <laughs> happened, but somehow iTunes replayed it twice without me even stopping. Oh, no, it's on repeat forever. <laughs> oh, but then I was like, oh, I obviously need Covenant and Bless It. Like, I listened to all the other Mormon Angel, too. I just wanted to I don't know that I've ever all. heard Bless It, honestly. It's awesome. It's so is that going to be the next oh, one? Sure. To finish yeah. Challenge accepted. That's why I'm going to finish out the secret original lineup blast. <laughs> yeah, because I'm pretty sure awesome. that, like you, I got on the ride at Covenant. It might have been this one. Um but it was actually the guitarist in our band who introduced me to Morbid Angel, um, and uh, Justin was his name. But yeah, uh, the elements are all here, even in this earliest incarnation. I want to give a shout out to Peter Cabana Sandoval, who I'll do. Still, holy, holy God! I mean, I think last time we talked about the story where they played a drum machine track without telling him. They're like, "Man, this guy's faster than you," and he got furious. And went home and like you know like some sort of ghastly death metal version of the uh what is the hit that hideous thing about the black railroad worker versus the machine uh, oh um john henry yeah john henry yep so anyway he uh you know like becomes back and beats the machine they're like dude we were kidding it's like what the fuck but I if guess, anybody can stand and look Gene Hoagland in the eye as a drummer, it's this one. <laughs> yeah, for this genre I mean, anyway. It's the command of Yeah, <laughs> You can take the boy out of El Salvador, but not the El Salvador out of the boy. I mean, this guy, yeah. hard as nails. So um, that's amazing. And he, you know, eventually like almost kind of wrecks his body some. Like, it's just this kind of like vocalists. You can't do this forever. Or, you know, Trey Asics off. This is when he was slicing himself to pieces on yeah. stage. This was that phase. Well, that's the thing, man. The, the And I never saw any of this, and I think you did see some of them. But like uh, the, 
this scene was insane it was with the insane. stage shows at the time. Insane. I mean, we're talking like damn near fucking Gigi Allen levels of like self-mutilation and depravity. It was horrifying. But then offstage, they were like straight edge. It was, but that scene was kind of like that. I think that's all that energy was going in here into this. Uh, you know, there wasn't nearly as many groupies either, or it was just very different than say. No, I can't Wally imagine. Crew. I'm not saying that there. Yeah, I'm not saying that there weren't groupies. <laughs> there but were, it was also but... a shit ton of dudes. <laughs> with so many dudes, they were so as mad. Anthrax has complained about a lot. <laughs> I, I complain about it too. Yeah, be, be better. Sure. Yeah, be better. All right, so let's talk about some tracks. <laughs> Someone that isn't me. So yeah. we'll just. Immortal Rides, Suffocation, I think, are a great one-two punch. Uh, Chapel of Ghouls, Damnation. I think it ends well in Evil Spells as well. Uh, I'll go. Um, I do think Immortal Rides and Evil Spells are a good opener-closer. Um, Visions from the Dark Side, epic. Maze of Torment, epic. Lord of All Fever and Plague might be my favorite song on here. Uh, Bleed for the Devil, which sounds like a Motley Crue song, ironically enough. It really does. <laughs> which is awesome. Yeah, and then Damnation and Blasphemy, which is like, let's steal these from Venom and like put them on our album. Um, yeah, this is just a lot. A lot of the tracks are badass. Yeah, I don't think there's a song on here that I dislike, um, but I think that my kind of favorite run would probably be uh, like two to six or three to six like those are really a solid run and within that i think that maze of torment and chapel of ghouls are really my my top ones on this record they're just so incredible um but like i said there's there's a ton on here to like um i'm going to alter what tracy said slightly i think immortal rights through evil spells is a great one through ten punch right like just <laughs> it's just each track hits you um they're all amazing i fucking love this album end to end can and did listen to it repeatedly um i the only the ones i want to highlight are the same ones gabe did i really love mason torment and i really like chapel of ghouls where it gets spooky scary like that's where they're starting to like well they do a lot of that later even blessed slows it down some things are playing with kind of atmospherics um and I really dig. I think Blasphemy and Evil Spells are both awesome. It's the phasing starts. Random machine guns that make no sense that they cut out of the remaster are there. Like, why is this happening? Anyway, it's not explained. Um, Maybe we're wailing bullet notes. I don't know. Uh, it's, anyway, this album, um, other than tracks one through ten, none of them are good. Well, all right. But David, tell us how you really feel about it with your grave. All of them drink. Oh, how I feel about it? This album is an A, man. I mean, it's I like Covenant better, and I, I like Domination better, but it is foundational to the genre and other genres that we've talked about. It's still fucking badass. It's historically important. It is, it is an A for me. It's not an A+, plus just because mm, it does have some production problems, and they haven't quite come into their own yet. But that's what A-plus is for, where I put their other, where I put those <laughs> other albums. So it's an A. So I, I'm going to ask someone to go ahead and take the lower end of our rankings in bed, and Gabe can fill in the middle, most likely. <laughs> I'm going to give this a B, sitting in like an 83 and a half, 84. It took me a lot to get into this. And (laughs) once I got into it, it was good, but I mean, it took four or five lessons for it to get it. And and when I first heard it, I was willing to give it a C, C minus. Well, I'll take it. It's not for everyone. (laughs) 
So what am I going to grade this thing? I agree with David. I, I think that there's a lot of people in the scene who probably think this is their best album. They do. Um, uh, but I prefer Covenant and Dominion to this. Um, and honestly, I think the that Warpath was more fun than this, but I think this is... So I was initially thinking an A minus, but because of the legacy of the, I might give it a half a grade bump and come in at an A with David on it. That's what I did because it is kind of an A minus album, but it's so yeah. important. It's like Kill 'Em All, as you know. I don't right. like as much as the later ones, but I admit, like without it, there's nothing but void. Exactly. <laughs> so. Well, you know, let's, uh, well, uh, Rain and Blood. I mean, well, let's, let's talk about Slayer. Was, that is an incredibly important album. I don't think it's Slayer's best, but it's, you know. Yeah. So I don't have as much history with this band as uh, David or Ben do, but um, I really, really dug this record, and it is making me want to go back to Covenant and Domination and to see how they stack up now that I've heard this one. Um, I think I'm going to give this an A. Uh, you know, I put down like seven of the 10 tracks as things that I really liked <laughs> and I didn't nice. dislike any of them. So um, I think it's a pretty good sign. And I, I really enjoy how it sounds, you know, whatever, whatever production issues might be. Love it. Hell yeah, Morbid Angel, you did it again, guys. So what is the what's our average then? Probably well, like a 91 or something. Uh, it is a 92. 92. I uh, shake out the lower ground, and you guys are like, well, fine. We're just going to be all at the top. Oh, yeah. A, A, A's <laughs> like, across the board. Tracy's by himself, yeah. which I'm used to. Speaking of being by yourself, what are we doing next, Tracy? <laughs> next, <laughs> we are doing Perkta's 2020 release, Oofong. Did I say that right? I think you did, and it just makes me want to say oof for reasons we'll get into when we talk about it. There's a lot going on and here, y'all. There is. I have a reason why I chose it as well. Well, keep it a secret. I will. Yeah, tease it. Tease it, man. Yeah, you got to stay tuned on the next episode of Thunderdome Metal Reviews. Baka! Dull summer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs>